0: Hey, what's up, friends? Um, welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today, we're learning to have Bays of Masech Brachos. It is a super-duper cool uh, page. Some awesome stuff about Moshe Rabbeinu, his dialogues with God. Some really cool stuff. Lots of gold over here. Um, but it is also an absolutely humongous page. So we're going to have to keep on moving. But I invite everybody to, you know... Go over it slowly on your own because there's some really beautiful stuff here. Um, without further ado, let's go for it. If not for the three following psukim, um, basically our I don't know legs would be taken out and we would like you know be uh, we would fall. In judgment, right? But these following three verses save us. <laughs> See, one is the last pasuk that we just uh, that we that we quoted uh, yesterday, which was that God says in the pasuk in Micah, right, that that which I um, basically enabled them, facilitated them doing bad, as Rashi said, <laughs> I caused them because I created a Hara. So we can always. So, you know, we can always pull out this Pasuk if God is going against us and, you know, trying to get us in trouble for something. We say, look, you yourself said V'asher Hari Osi. another Pasuk, that says, That just like the um, um, material in the hand of a creator, right? You know, a creator who works with, with raw material. So it says, so are you in my hands, Israel. So the, basically, the point is, God can create us however he wants to create us and he created us with a Yetzirah. So that was his doing. Another pasuk that says Oh, it's a pasuk in Yechezkel. It says that I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh. I guess that is a good makes sense. Um, so again, you know, we could bring that pasuk as like, you know, hey, you could have just given us a good heart from the beginning. From here, And I will place my spirit inside of you, Telechu, and I will sort of guide you in such a way that you will um, you know follow my 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 alachis, my, my, my mitzvahs. So zel. So so we see that God, if you wanted to, he can make sure that we don't sin. Um, so we can always pull out that card. Um, if we need to. Vam Rabelazar, Azat Moshe etiach, Dvarim Klape Maila. So, so, so Rabelazar adds to his list of people who were disrespectful to God. He already mentioned Chana, he mentioned Eliyahu and Avi, and now he's uh, adding Moshe Rabbeinu to the list. Shunema, as the Pasuk says, Vaispal Moshe, El Hashem. That Moshe um, prayed to God. Al t'krei, El Hashem, Don't read it to God, rather read it upon God, as if Moshe Rabbeinu was like, you know, being a little too um, combative, Shekane. Deve. Rabbi Elazar Ben Yaakov, because in the Bismajd, Rabbi Elazar Ben Yaakov, the Alfin Ainin. the Ainin. Alfin. Right when they were kind of trying to learn from the Torah and trying to make drushes, so one of the um, techniques they would employ would be that they would swap out an Aleph for an Ein and an Ein for an Aleph and see and see where they were, see where that gets them. So over here, by swapping out the Aleph for an Ein in L to making it Al Hashem, it makes it sort of more of a Combative dialogue. by the Bismaj Rabyana, they they learn it out from here. Vidizov. That in the first Pasuk in all of Sefer Devarim, it's listing basically, as Rashi says over there, uh, it's listing all the places where the yiddin um, angered God. Okay? And one of the things there was Vidizav. What does it mean, Vidizav? My Vidizav. Amar Dvirabhyanai, they said by the Bismajit Rabyanai. This is what Moshe said before God. master of the world, because of the um, um silver and gold that you gave to the Yidin which with such shefa, with what with such um extravagance, I guess, um when the Yidin left Egypt, as we recall from Daf Tes, right, that right that that right? That even it was even against their will, right? If you remember from the aftez, they were like they were they were they, they were qu- kvetching. What am I going to do with all this gold and silver? Right, I'm going to have to schlep this now for forty years, right? So, anyways, but um until they said, right? Like di die die enough gold. We have enough gold already. Who garim That is what caused the yidden to ultimately make the golden calf. They had so much gold that they ended up making a calf out of it. Amrei the b'yanei. They said by the bismesbiani in Arikup baser." right if you have a lion and you give him a stickle straw well um, you know he's not gonna go crazy you know he doesn't doesn't excite him too much but if you give him if you give him you know a lot of meat maybe epic and Impala so then so then he'll get excited and when he gets excited he's gonna do bad stuff like maybe kill people or something Amarbio Shile um, Rabbi Yoshaiah said, "Right, it's, it's a it's a, a parable to a person who had a weak um, cow and very bony, very scrawny, brawny maybe is, is, if that's a word." And then Itaka fed the cow vetch, which I guess is a cow delicacy, and then um, then the cow kicked him. So so so. So, so then he said to the cow, "Who caused you to be kicking me?" It must have been the vetch that I gave you to eat. So very nice. So, so here also, what's going on? How come the Yidden made a gold calf? Oh, it must be because God gave them so much gold. All right. So as Josh Weinberg alluded to a few days ago, so says Abba, Rabbi it is a parable for a man, who had a son. So he 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 um, washed him up, he bathed him, he put on some very fragrant oils, he gave him food, drink, everything. Mamish pampered the, pampered the little guy hung a wallet from his neck any money he might need, and then he dropped him off at the local brothel so what should this child do I mean the cars are kind of stacked against them you know if we're if if the assumption is that we don't want him to to spend his money at the brothel well then we probably should have acted different right we basically set him up to um go into the brothel and find himself a prostitute. So so, so uh, the same thing being by giving the Yidin, you know, a bunch of slaves who don't know what to do. They basically won the lottery, every single one of them, right? They, they, all of a sudden, they have exor- uh, uh, exorbitant wealth. Um, you know, they are going to spend it in irresponsible ways uh, by making a golden calf. Amrav Acha, breit Amrav Hanud Amra male karse, zane this is exactly what the people say that you fill up a person's stomach. Well, you know, you're basically inviting all sorts of different bad stuff. Shne'emar is the Pasuk. So now, okay. So there's, I have a ghost about uh, who adds basically this is a separate thing. If you want, I'll bring you a proof from here. isam Right. That when the Yidin got to, um, to Eretz Yisrael, to their, you know, grazing land where they had everything that they need. They got they got um they got uh, satisfied. Savu libam they got so satisfied that they got or whatever, and then they forgot about me. Mehacha said from here, Vram Levavcha that you will um you know have your heart uh will be elated and you will forget God, okay. I feel like we're like getting a little bit like off topic over here, right? I think we were trying to prove that like there are times when God based oh no no no, this is I, I don't even know what we're trying to do anymore. Are we trying to prove that God that way that Moshe was Oh mistama. So I guess what? I, I I don't really understand. Or is this just like Oh, maybe this is moving on to a new thing. Like, okay, kilu, fine. We said that Moshe was disrespectful to God because he said vidizahav, and like, you know, it was your fault for for making them uh, do this. I guess. I don't know. This is actually a little confusing. What 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 are we even trying to prove over here anymore? Right. What 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 about mehachah? Is this that? I don't. know, Either it's that Moshe Rabbeinu was like um, was like disrespectful to God because he was saying you caused him to make the egel, and now and now we're just like. You know, and then we went on to the whole like gold trip and how they had this gold and they were irresponsible because they didn't know what to do with it. And then like it's over here also. You'll you'll rise up and you'll have everything that you will need, and then and then you'll go against God. Um, or maybe it's trying to say also like back to the ori- an original thing like no, you know that um, these things that we can kind of bring in court against using it, you know, to defend defend ourselves against God. Well, you know, you you gave us uh, all this good stuff. Now of course we're gonna forget you. I don't know. The rabbi, and Amr, the rabbi said, from here, that you will eat, you will be satisfied, you will have all sorts of delicacies, and then you will turn away from God. it says, from here, that um, Israel will get fat, and then they will kick back. How do we know that uh, in the end, God actually admitted to Moshe that um, that um, he was right and that maybe he shouldn't have given them all that gold. This is a Pasuk from Hosea. It says that I gave you all this gold and silver and it was then um, unfortunately used for idols. Okay, very good. Yeah, I guess all these Pesukim were kind of like on that train of like Moshe, uh, and said out like, you know, God, you, you kind of caused the Yidin to do this by giving them all this good stuff. Like if you didn't, you know, if you didn't want them to get excited, you shouldn't have maybe given them all that gold or all sorts of good stuff. But at the end of the day, we also like all that good stuff, right? All right. HaMoshe, Leich so now God said to Moshe, so this one, this is in Parshis Kisisa when the when the Yidin made the um golden calf. So God says to Moshe, you know, Moshe was up on, on Mount Sinai getting the Luchos, and um God said, Hey, you know, you, you better get out of here. My what does it mean get down? Moshe, that God said to Moshe, Moshe, read me All right, you know, go down from your gedula, you know you're you're the CEO over here you're the fa- you're the fancy leader of this you know millions of people um, you're up here with me on the mountain what everyone's down there very fancy but look at the end of the day you only have this great you know this greatness you know you' the whole reason why you're standing here with me is because you're supposed to be leading this nation right so look. That, but, but now the nation has gone astray so you know I, I don't need you or you know or basically you know your, your, your whole purpose here is to be to make sure that this nation is thriving and they're clearly not so you better get down there and put out some fires so so immediately Moshe was like stunned he like he like did not know what to do he couldn't even speak he was like completely paralyzed. Um, by by the and surprised and stunned by by, by this development. And then immediately when um, um, God said, "Now get out of here! I'm just going to destroy the Bnei Israel, Amr Moshe Moshe snapped back into you know he snapped back into leader zone and took control of the situation. And he said, "Look, And he he, he realized like, okay, this is up to me immediately he, he he got up and he, and he started praying and asking for mercy, right? Um, when God said, get away from me and I will destroy them, he basically realized like, yeah, if I get, re- if I'm useless now, if I leave, God will destroy them. But if I stick around and I do what, you know, what I'm here, what I'm supposed to be doing as the leader of this nation, um, then I could actually prevent this. So, Masha Lamelech, it's a, a, a parable to a king, Shakos Abino, that he got angry at his son by Amakayo Maka Godla, and he was mamish-mamish beating his kid by Oavo Yoshev the and one of the king's friends was uh, witnessing this. Loma Lodover, and he was stunned. He like, didn't know what to do. do, I, do I, he's the king? Do I tell him not to? but uh, maybe he's not acting rationally. So I'm the If not for the fact that my friend over here was sitting in front of me, little man. I would I would Mamish kill you. Umar Darvezet Talibi said, Oh wow, I actually have a very important role to to be playing over here. You know, the whole reason why this kid isn't being killed is because I'm here, I can actually do something clearly, I may I mean something to this king. So Miyad Amar So immediately he got up and and he and he, and he and he saved the kid. Same thing over here with Moshe. He realized like I have a role to be playing over here. And he got up and he prayed and saved the yiddin. Right. So now God says, Now leave me. Right? And I will get very angry and, and, and destroy the Bnei Yisrael. And I will make you into a great nation. Which is very similar, actually, to what we saw yesterday with Eli and Chana, right? Basically, um, Eli said, look, let me just kill Shmuel and I'll give you an even better um, kid. So here also, it's interesting, we see God says, look, you know, get out of here, leave me alone. I'll destroy the Bnei Israel, and I'll make you into a strong, an even stronger nation. So if not for the fact that we actually have this Pasuk that says this, we wouldn't be able to say this on our own, which is what? Right, from the fact that it says, you know, get off of me, leave me alone, and I'll destroy everybody, right? We learned that Moshe was grabbing on to God, right, and he wouldn't let him go, uh, as, as like somebody's grabbing on to his friend. And he said, God, I will, I'm not letting go. I'm not going to let you go anywhere until you um, forgive the B'nai Israel. And I will make you into a great nation, God said. So Abelazor said that Moshe said before God, Master of the world. Right, a chair, a stool, a chair made up of three legs. Right, Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov um, was not able to stand up to you when you got angry. Certainly, uh, a, a chair that made up of only one leg, i.e., just me. If you make me into a a um, a, a nation, certainly you'll just get angry and destroy them right away. Not only that. Now I'm embarrassed from my fathers, from Abu Mizakanyaqov, Achov, Yomu. Now they're gonna say, They're gonna say, oh gosh, look at this useless leader Moshe that they that 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 God gave to the Jewish people. All he cared was, you know, having his fancy position there at the top of Mount Sinai with God. But when, you know, when 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 things got difficult and he actually needed to show his leadership abilities and save this nation, he was nowhere to be found. So Moshe realized he, he had to, you know, he had one priority right now. And that was um, get these people saved. Vaychal Moshe is So Moshe, um, you know, what's, what's the word Vaychal? Um, he like, um, I don't know. Uh, I feel like I thought of a word before, but I forgot. So I should really keep things going. But basically he prayed to God, but like really like uh was very insistent. Okay. Um, Amar Belazar says Ah. So this little bit is like a little I don't know, it's a little choppy, so just just stick with it. Right that right? that Moshe um stood there in Tfilah until like he made God sick or something like that. Rava Amar lo Nidro uh Rava said that um Moshe stayed there until uh, you know, he managed to get rid of God's neder, his promise that he was gonna like kill the Jewish people. Right, it says at the beginning of Parsha's Bahad, right, that he shall not um you know, his he shall not violate his word. we said He's not able to basically undo his his neder. But other people could uh, undo his neder for him. So basically, Moshe had to undo God's neder. Shmuel says that it teaches that right, right, like, like a halal is a, is a corpse, right? So it's like Moshe um, Keliu gave himself over, ready himself to die for the Jew uh, for the cause. That if you're not going to forgive the Jewish people. Then um, you know, erase me from your book. I kill me. So uh, it's a, it's it's as though he um you know placed upon them uh uh the the attribute of mercy. I guess you know he turned on God's attribute of mercy for the Jewish people. It's, it teaches that Moshe said before God, "Bebona master of the world." It's 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 um, uh, very uh, un, just uh, uh, banal it's like something very you know it's it's pasnished. you know it's for for you to do something like this you know it's it's um I don't know just uh, it's like beneath you uh, and then okay so the buzz says that Moshe um, uh prayed to God Tanya. We learn in a Brysa, Rabbi Eliezer, Agado Omer, Melamach Amr Moshe betfilif na kadush baruchu atcha achazato achilu. Okay? So it's, it teaches that Moshe stood up before God, uh, before God until uh, it overcame him achilu. My achilu, what's achilu? I'm Rabbi Elazar, esh shel atzamos. Fire in the bones. My esh uh, shel atzamos, I'm Rabbi Eshta degarme. It's basically a fever. Okay? So Moshe, Moshe got himself sick um, as well. Okay, fine remember Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, your servants, that you swore to them, in you. My Bach, what does it mean that you swore to them in you? So, Master of the world, Master of the world, If you would have sworn to them, right, that you're going to give them lots of children and bring them to Eretz Yisrael, right, and you swore by the heavens and the earth, so I could tie okay, fine, the heaven and the earth, maybe one day, you know, they could theoretically be destroyed and go away. But you swore to them in Bach, in you, in your own name, your great name. Just like, your great name exists forever. So this swear that you swore to uh Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov that you, that, you, that that, that the children are going to be very um you know many and uh, be brought to Eretz Yisrael. So you got to stick with that. You can't get out of it. And you said to 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 Avraham, that, right, that you will make their um children plenty like the stars of the heavens. And all of this nation that and 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 all of this land that I said. Okay, so the Gemara wants to say that when it says Asher it should really say Asher that you said, right? Not that I said because it's Moshe speaking. Okay, I mean from the context you can argue either way, but okay. So, Rabbi Lazar eh, so, says that, you know, but when it says, aleim, right, that, and you said that, um, you know, you basically you will make their, uh, children plentiful. So that was, um, Moshe speaking, but then, azos, amarti, that I said that was God speaking. Okay. Said, no, the whole thing is Moshe speaking. This is what Moshe said to God. The things that you said to me, what did you say to me? Right? Go say to them in my name, right? Right? I went and I said them in your name. What, what will I say to them? Basically, at the burning bush, God told Moshe to go to Bnei Israel and say all sorts of stuff right, and that what that it that he's gonna bring um you know the the um Israel right so basically Moshe is saying all these things that I said right Marty when when, when when I said we're going to take you out of uh, Egypt and bring you to Israel and all that stuff you know I, it's all gonna be end up being false and I, that that's not right to me he built ashem um zo. So this was by, um, I believe, the Chetam Raglim, by the spies, and they went into Israel. Basically, God once again wanted to kill the uh, Jewish people, destroy the Jewish people. Moshe says, if you do that, then right then, then the other nations are going to say that while well, you were able to stand up to one nation to Paro, you were unable to stand up to thirty-one nations. I think in the desert, right? So uh, the Gemara says, Yachol Hashem Mibayi. It should say, right, me built a yacholashem, not What's yacholet? It sounds like it's a nekeva, a female kind of thing. I'm Rabbalazar, I'm Ramoshulath, now that, um, Rabbalazar says, the Moshe said before God, Ribbonah Sha'olah, master of the world, Yomu, Umos Ha'olam, now the nations are gonna to say, Toshas Kochok in nekeva, Ben Yacholahatzil. Okay? The nations are gonna say that God, um, got weak like a girl, and he can't save the Jewish people. Okay? Interesting. And he says, What do you mean? They already saw that I could do cool stuff, like at, um, um, you know, when I split the sea. So, what do you mean? Just because I ended up destroying them in the desert, they'll still, you know, have the splitting of the sea as a reference. So, I'm a lefan of Lomar but uh, Moshe says yeah, but not not quite let me teach you You know, I'm a human being I could tell you a thing or two about human beings, right? The Echad They're gonna say that God was able to stand up to one king to paro but he was unable to um, stand up to uh, 31 kings in the desert and Ultimately, the Bnei Yisrael got destroyed because God wasn't strong enough. Yochanan, said, uh, how do we know that God then uh, admitted to Moshe and said, Moshe, you're right. Uh, it says, um, um, that God said, I have forgiven them like your words. And, you know, it's interesting. This, this isn't the first time that, right, that we've seen, you know, Moshe kind of teaching God something about human nature. It's funny, right? We had that also on Test when God said, okay, uh, Moshe tell them share right that I'll be with them in future enslavements like I am with them in this enslavement and God and Moshe like God like that's not a good idea don't don't tell slaves that they're going to be slaves again and God was like oh thanks yeah you know so it's interesting the relationship that Moshe had you know like God respected Moshe's opinion you know when Moshe would kind of have to teach God uh how to relate to human beings Tani debate Rabbi Ishmael the best message Ishmael um right, when he says Salahti have I forgiven like your words, Asidim um Lomar Kane, right, that the nations of the world are going to say this in the future. Modelo, right, right, happy, fortunate is the Tamid, the student who is who is who is teacher, um admits to him. Bhulam um, you know, and and ani I shall live. Right, that God says to Moshe, Moshe, you have you have you know, brought me alive with your words. Darj Rabbi Simlai. Rabbi Simlai made the exposition. He the isadar, A person should always first start off with praise and then and then ask for what he needs afterwards. Now we saw this yesterday from Nishma Rina Vellatvila, right? We said Rina um, is like, um, praising God, and then Tefillah is asking for stuff, but, okay, he's proving it for somewhere else. Okay, Moshe says that I, I, prayed to God at that time, okay. Right, and it says, Right, then he spends a whole past talking about how oh God, you're so great, everything is awesome. And then immediately afterwards says, era, gomer." You know, now can I just you know go and and see Eretz Yisrael? So first he praised God uh, before then asking what um, you know for 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 what he wanted. Okay, great. Moving on to the top of Lamud Beis, Amud Beis. Amar belazak gedola tefili also v'maisim tovim. That prayer is better than, um, good deeds. <speaking in Hebrew> There's nobody greater in good deeds than Moshe <speaking in> Obeynew. He was only answered on account of his Tefillah Shinamar. Right, right after it said <speaking in> by <Hebrew> that God, that Moshe Benu prayed, it says, <speaking in Hebrew> don't speak to me anymore. <speaking in Hebrew> uh, and then it says, you can go up to the mountain and see Eretz Yisrael. That I guess is um, prayer worked to some degree. Now, the, now this little bit is, um, Interesting. So Abelazur says that fasting is greater than um, Tzedakah, is greater than charity. How come? Because fasting is with your body, whereas charity is with your money. Now, who knows what I'm thinking? Who knows the question that I'm thinking? The question that I'm thinking is that on we said that um, that the reward for fasting is really the tzedakah that you do, that you give to the poor people so that they can eat later. That's really sort of the, the most important thing about the fast day. So it sounds like the tzedakah is actually more important than the fasting. Who's got my answer? Anybody got my answer? I don't have my answer. So if you have it, please don't keep it to yourself. Let us know. That prayer is better than korbanis. Right? So it says in the Pasuk, in, um, so we have two Pesukim here in Yeshaya. Right, one pasuk says is I don't need all of your all of your sacrifices. Right. it also says I also don't need any of your prayers. Okay. So now, so now, okay. So how does that prove that um, prayers are better? Because if Corbanos were, if, if sacrifices were better than prayers, so once he already said that I don't need any of your sacrifices, then obviously he doesn't need the prayers. The fact that you know I would have had the havdah and say okay, so you don't need our pra- sacrifices. Maybe you use our prayers. God then have to, had to clarify, no, I don't want your prayers either. So we see that prayers are more significant than sacrifices. Amrabyokhan, Zak the Helikor Rabyochan called Koin Shaharagasanefesh, he says <laughs> Kapov. Any um Kohen who who um killed uh, a human being, Lohi says Kapov, you shouldn't um you know do birkat ko anim, shinema, yidechim dame maleu, your hands are filled with blood. Okay? In that same Pasuk where it says that I'm not going to write. Right, um, you know, b'parischem kapechem. I don't need you um to pray. So also, b'parischem kapechem can be like when you extend your hands during berkat kornim, and it says that I don't want them because your hands are filled with blood. From the time that the beis was destroyed, nin alu the gates of of prayer were locked. As the pasuk says, gam A pasuk in Eicha it says, even as I will I will cry out, uh, shasam was it shasam or Sasam? So, Sam Tvilasi, right? My, 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 um, prayer has been closed out. Vafapisha Shari Tvila Ninalu, oh, and even though the gates of prayer have been closed, knew who could finish the rest of this phrase? Shari Dima Lo Ninalu. The gates of tears were not locked. There's always, the tears can always get through. Shinemar, the Puzzle says, Shima Tvilasi Hashem Azina, right? is is asking God, you know, to listen to my, you know, prayers, right? And my cries. But al al So you would think that it would say by the tears and see my tears. But he doesn't say see your. T- you know, he doesn't plead with God that he should see his tears because God always sees the tears. All he had to ask is do not be deaf to the tears. You know, listen to them. You know, whereas whereas, you know, the the the, the thing that you want from prayers and from crying out is that God should hear them, and that wasn't a given. David Melchated asked God to listen to his prayers, but the tears, which you know, what you do with tears is you see tears. So he didn't ask, have to ask to see tears because God is definitely going to see all the tears. But he did want that his tears should be uh, effective, right? Al damasi al techarash Rav Tainisa Biyoma the Eeva. This is a funny little thing. Uh, Rav would never um, declare a a fast day on a cloudy day. Mishum sakosa. I think sakosa. Sakosa beanan that you have covered yourself in clouds, preventing prayers to go through. So it was a cloudy day. uh, uh, You know, Rav wouldn't want to fast day because we want the prayers to go through. It's a funny little thing. And says, from the time that B's was destroyed, there is a wall of iron that separates us to our Father in heaven. And this is a crazy Pasuk. There's a Pasuk in, um, where is this Pasuk? In Yechezkel. So basically, God tells Yeheskel, it's a crazy thing. God tells Yeheskel, take a brick, and on the brick, I want you to um, um, to etch like a, a diagram of Jerusalem with the wall around it, and then etch a a um, a um, like a, uh, what's a, a a siege around the city. To basically, basically at that time, I don't know if it was mamish at that time, where it was going to happen that um, I guess the Babylonians were going to go and put a siege around Jerusalem. So as sort of a spiritual kind of. Uh, offensive you know basically god says take a brick and like draw out jerusalem draw out the siege and then and then you know keilu fight against it in this drawing um i don't know it's almost like a whole spiritual battle that he was doing sounds almost like a kabbalistic kind of thing like you know i want you to go do this i want you to draw out what you're thinking and almost like a cool psychological new age almost kind of psychological practice it feels like you know god was saying combat it by drawing what's happening and, you know, affecting the outcome through your drawing and through, you know, what you want to happen. Super interesting. But anyways, so the Pasuk says, barzel, uh, take a sort of pan, an iron pan, but an iron sort of piece. And you will place it as a, um, you know, to represent a, an iron wall between basically, you and the city, but we're, we're, we are using it in this context to mean that there was like an iron wall put up between um, The Yidin and their father in heaven Oh, Very nice if you have a very long Shmona Esrei your Shmona Esrei will not come back empty Very cool, but again It's good to have a long Shmona Esrei not if you're standing behind somebody else how do we know this? We know this from Moshe Rabbeinu. It says, I will pray to God. And remember, that is basically when he went up to the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights. That sounds like a long time for me um ukhse basway inisaz afterwards vaishma asham elai gamba pamaye and god answered me so we see if you go up and you pray for a long long time god will answer you ini is this really true so balide gave that if somebody um, has a long Shmona Esrei, and he's Ma'ayim, but be, basically he expects it now because he prayed for so long He expects that God is going to have to give him what he wants. He's going to end up having a heartache Shnei is a Pasuk of Mishle says, super cool, Pasuk mach lalev, Right, that if you long for something for too long, you're gonna get a heartache and over, over here also um, If he's gonna have a long Shmona Esrei and therefore expect that what he wants is gonna come true He's gonna end up getting a heart, heartache because he's just gonna be longing for it. And guess what? It may not happen. So my Takante, so what should you do now to fix this heartache? So what do you think you should do? Yaasak v'toreh, should learn Torah, and ne'emar, as the Pazik says And um that an eitzchayim uh you will uh you you will i guess um Feel better i guess you know get what you want But that implies that Kilu What and that way you'll get what you want i guess Oh i didn't i didn't understand it that way my i so does Ma'atakante mean that like okay now so if you're not getting what you want from your prayers so then you know the Eight Chaim Taiva that through the Eitz Chaim which of course is the Torah then you will get what you want or does it just mean that you know it will basically because. What the Pasuk means, right? If you understand the Pasuk, it says, If you long for something for too long, you're going to end up just getting a heartache. But it's a like um, a tree of life when you get what you want, right? So imagine when you really, really want something for a long time and it's you know killing you. It's really dragging on you. Um, but then when you get it, it's a real breath of fresh air and it's like amazing, the best thing ever, right? So it sounds like, may, so maybe it's meaning like, you know, if you're get, getting this heartache because you don't get what you want, so learn Torah and you'll get rid of the heartache or maybe it means learn Torah and then you'll actually uh, get what you want. I'm not exactly sure. Ve'in Torah and Eitz is a reference to Torah as Walter Sobjack says, Eitz Chaim he Dude, as the ex used to say, right? So ella Torah Shinamar, Eitz Chaim Hi that it is a, um, it is a a, um, a a tree of life for those who hold on to it. New. So on the one end we said that if you them for a long time you'll definitely get what you want. On the other hand, we said if you them for a long time and you expect to get what you want you won't get you won't necessarily get what you want. You might get a heartache. So, so it's this funny little catch twenty two. If you just you know have a really long shmona esrei so then you'll get what you want. But if you have a really long shmona esrei and then expect to get what you want you're not going to get what you want. So it's this funny little play where you got to just have like a really long Shemona S-Ray and then totally not think about, you know, that you're going to have to get what you want because you had a long Shemona s and then you'll get it. It's funny catch 22 that, it, you know, if you expect to get it, you won't get it. But as long as you don't expect to get it, you will get it. Pretty cool, right? In terms of our intention in life and where our priorities should lies in, term, in terms of like, you know, doing things to get to a certain goal. Whereas maybe the goal is to zone out that goal, focus on the thing that you want to do. And you'll ultimately get to that goal. But, anyways. If a person sees that he prayed and wasn't answered, so what should he do? He should do it again. Pray pray again. Pray another time. As the pasuk says, right? Hope for God. And then, if it doesn't come true, you know, go regroup. Chazak Strengthen your heart and try it again. Hashem. Turn around. The rabbis thought, I bought and chizik. Oh, there are four things that need constant reinforcement. and these are them. Torah, umayyism tovim, tfila viderech eretz. Oh, that is Torah, you have to constantly be studying Torah. Umayyism tovim, you have to constantly be doing good deeds. Tfila, you have to constantly be praying. And then, viderech eretz. Derech eretz is all these other things that we do in life, right? Our profession, our hobbies, whatever the other things that we need in life, you know, they need constant practice, you know, whatever, you know, we, we, yeah, whatever it is that we're trying to be good at, right, that we're trying to, you know, develop it's gonna require constant constant uh uh um investment. Um so and Rashi Rashi gives some examples right if he if he is an artist so he should constantly be uh you know practicing his art. If he is a if he is a merchant, if he's in business, he should constantly, you know, be involved in business. And if he's a um a soldier, so then he should constantly be thinking about, you know, making himself a better soldier. Torah tovim, And how do we know that Torah and Myson told you have to uh can Constantly reinforce and it says, Meod Lishmor LaAsos Okay, that you shall uh, be str- strong and courageous to guard and to do um, all of the Torah. So Chazak veEmatz You should be strong in Torah and 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 courageous Maisim Tovim. So uh, yeah, I almost like Chazak veEmatz kind of match up match up with like Lishmor v'LaAsos, right? So Lishmor I guess would be like to learn Torah, maybe LaAsos is like to do Maisim Tovim, and uh, that's how those line up. Tfila minayin. How do you know that you always have to be strengthening yourself in tefillah and always praying? Shemar kaveh l'Hashem chazak v'amitzbechah v'kaveh l'Hashem. Right, pray to God once, and if you need to, pray again. Don't give up. Derech eretz minayin. Shemar chazak v'gomer. It's not chazak v'inis chazek. I didn't pronounce that wrong. It's chazak minis chazak. Anyways, so so uh, this is Yoav telling his group of soldiers that we will have to, you know, no matter what, we will have to strengthen ourselves in order to protect our nation. Um... So there we go. So that's the reference to the soldier always strengthening himself. But um, the Gemara wants to apply that to anything that we might do in our lives. We should const- con- uh, constantly be um, um, reinforcing it and practicing and getting better. Wow. So Zion will say that God has left me and God has forgotten about me. So, the Gemara wants to say, well, you know, if God is, you know, God leaving Tzion and God forgetting Zion seem to be very similar. So, Amrish Lakish, Amrish Knesset, Israal, if Naya So, Israal says that, um, um, Amrish said to God, Ribonash Allah, Master of the World, Adam no say Isha, Alish Torishona, right? If a person was married and then he, and then he left his first wife, um, and then he married, gets married a second time. So, Zochem Isi rishona. Even though he may have had a difficult time with his first wife, he still remembers her. He doesn't just, you know, forget her completely, erase her from, from, from his mind, right? So, however, you God, you have not only left us, you've erased us from your mind, right? So, right. God said to her, my daughter, okay. By the way, get out pen and paper or a computer or a calculator. However, you do calculations. I haven't done the calculations. If somebody wants to do it and share it with the group. We will all um, appreciate that. So blessings in advance. Here we go. mazalos barasi barakia. I created twelve constellations in the heavens, and on each of these twelve constellations I created thirty, I don't know, types of like groups of soldiers. Ligayon. And on each of these thirty groups of soldiers I created um, thirty legions, by the side I and in each legion I created 30 um Rhatons va Coraton Braton Brasiloshoshim carton and in each of the 30 Rhatons I created 30 cartons va Ko carton va carton Brasiloshoshim Gastra and in each of these cartons I um, had 30 gasteras. va Ko Gastra va Gastra Talisibo Shlosh Meos vishishim va khamisha and on each one of these gasteras I hung um 365 um, thousand, 10, thousands. So I think that's like three point six five billion, maybe stars. So basically, we're talking about like a really high number of lots and lots of stuff. Okay, Mosachama, right? Those 10,000s are are Keneged the days of the year, three hundred sixty five. And I only created those right? For 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 you. And you really think that I've left you and forgotten about you? Maybe I'm upset about I'm upset with you. I haven't forgotten about you. Hatishgach isha Ula The very next pasuk in Yeshaya is: um, Does a does a woman ever forget about her um, child? Okay. Amar klum olos elim ufitrei b'amidbar. Will I ever forget? Right, those ola sacrifices of of rams and the firstborns that you sacrificed uh, to me in the desert. Amar l'funav. Um, she said before, so then, so then, uh, the Bnei Yisrael said before God, Well, you know, on the one end, I'm relieved that you haven't forgotten about us, but now I'm also shtickle nervous, because since you seem to not forget anything, so, well, then maybe you won't, you won't forget about the golden calf, and I, I kind of would appreciate it if you, I would like you to forget that. So, I'm tishkachna. Um, right, uh, I will forget these things, and uh, Rashi points out Eile connects to like Eile Elokecha Yisrael" or Elohecha Yisrael" that they said by the cheta egel. So he says, no Eile Tishkach na duum." Tu uh, right, right. So this I will forget. Well, then since apparently you do forget certain things, now I'm nervous that you are going to forget Har Sinai, right? When we accepted the Torah and said "Nassev Nishma." So I'm afraid. Right, the, the, the Luchos uh, I will not forget. So behind u the Amr b'Laazar Amr b'Oshea may d'chsed gam eile tishkachna zemai se'egal v'Anochilosh kachech zemai se'sinai. Okay, very good. Chasidim Ayushan and Ayushan Sha'achas. Oh, the original Chasidim they would wait an hour before they would pray. Minanimili, how do we know that they would wait an hour? Where's like a, a pasuk that would, that that we can learn that from? Amr b'Yosheb Levi, Amr krah Ashrei Yosheb v'isechas. So Yosheb Levi says the pasuk says, you know, happy. Fortunate are those who sit in your house, and then od and then they will praise you. So an hour that they would first sit before they would pray. And says, and Rabbi Shulman Levi says Rabbi Shulman Levi, Rabbi Shulman says that, and when you pray, you then have to wait an hour after you pray. So as the pasuk says, Ach lishmecha, that the tzadikim will, you know, praise you, and then they will, um, you know, the straight people will 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 then sit uh, after they pray, essentially. We also learn a brace like this. And we also have a um that says that a somebody prays needs to wait an hour before he prays and an hour after he prays. Wow. How do we know he has to wait an hour before his prayer? If it says, as it says, "Ashrei Shrevisecha," the Achad Tfilas Suminay and Tichsiv Ach Sadikim Yodu Lishmecha Yeshvu Shamis Panecha, and we know they have to sit an hour afterwards, as it says that they will praise you and then um they will sit. Tanur Abbanan, the rabbis thought Chasidim Ayushon Shachas Sumispalin Shachas V'Chozim V'Yushon Shachas. Ah, so the brisa says that the original Chasidim they would. Um, first wait an hour, then they would pray for an hour, then they would wait for another hour. They were doing this three times a day. Shachos Mavish, they were davening, you know, involved in prayer nine times a day. So now the Gemara asks, Oh, so the Gemara asks, well, if they're spending so much time every day praying, well, then how do they learn? How do they work? Right? So first of all, I want to point out, nine hours in a day is not that much. It's a chunk, but there's 24 hours in a day. I do want to point that out. But at the same time, the Gemara says that is, I, I do agree that that is a big investment. So the Gemara answer is a pretty cool thing. <laughs> but because they're Chassidim, their Torah is um, preserved and um, their, their Torah is guarded. So like whatever they learn, they remember, right? So whereas we might learn and forget most of the stuff that we learn, they remember what they learn. Um, and their work that they do is is blessed, right? So it reminds me of like right? that you'll eat and you'll be satisfied. You know, obviously anybody who eats tons of food will be satisfied. No, it means you'll be able to eat a little bit and that little bit will satisfy you, right? So also they can maybe do a little bit of work, yet, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe they'll always, you know, I don't know, somehow make some certain investment and it'll just explode. And in that way, you know, I don't know, they can do a little bit and make a lot somehow. Who knows? But anyways, it's a super cool thing. It almost reminds me of what we were saying before that, you know, somebody, who's betfila, somebody who has a long prayer and doesn't expect for it to come true, it will come true, that kind of a thing. Here also, you know, we're talking about Hasidim over here. You know, how do they manage to do all these things? You know, they, they have their priorities. They kind of focus on what's important to them. And everything else kind of, you know, falls into place. It's not for everybody. But if you can kind of stay focused like that and that's your, uh, you know, and that's how you operate. So then thing, thing, things will work, you know, it's kind of cool. Yeah, really cool DAF. There's definitely some interesting stuff to think about on this page. Uh, If you have stuff that you want to add to the discussion in WhatsApp, that could be super cool. I'm sure people have some interesting ideas because there's a lot of interesting just general life perspective on this page. Um, Looking forward to uh, learning with you guys tomorrow and uh, peace out. Chavra.